It's like hidden booty crouching tiger. Welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Yo. How you doing, man? <laughs> I am uh, all right, man. I'm, I Actually, I listened to White Cotton's special. Oh, cool. On YouTube? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really good, man. It was very, very good. I haven't listened to it because, you know, I'm not a big fan of stand-up. Yeah. But I've seen him before, and he's great, so I imagine it's really good. Yeah, I'm going to do this thing where I only listen to comedy that's performed by the people that do our show. Well, that should be the way it works, right? That's that's how we're going to get every comic in America to be on our podcast. It's going to be like, hey, if you don't come on this, then we're not going to listen to your shit. Yeah, like every everybody should be really going after my approval, specifically. Yeah, basically. If you want Bobby D to listen to your shit, you got to be on the Indecorous podcast. Yeah, it's a very exclusive club. So you said YouTube, right? So it is an actual like video special. It's not just uh, audio. Yeah, it is video. I only heard the audio because I, I was cooking while I had it on. Oh, okay. And like cooking, that's what you call fucking, right? Yes, yeah. That's your word for fucking? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, all kinds of smells and heat in the room. And I got the exhaust fan on. Very good. Yeah. Do you think we should explain why Ian's not here or just like let the whole podcast go and be like, what, whatever happened, like just disappeared from the podcast out of nowhere, like it got canceled? Well, isn't it going to be in the police blotter at some point? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess, Ian, I guess we should explain it for the people that don't check the police blotter too often. Ian has, he has a scheduling conflict. <laughs> uh, apparently the recording of the podcast today overlapped with him watching his neighbor masturbate <laughs> or it's one of those things where it's like a politician that they've definitely done something bad they're like he's taking a little time off to to be with his family and yeah yeah uh, yeah that's what we should do we should ask the listeners to please respect his privacy <laughs> well i know i know what you wanted to ask me and uh answer is yes we won our fantasy football game again. Holy shit. Yeah, that's right. Even though, I'll, I'll tell you this, there's still Monday night football to go, but we are already ahead 163.54 to 124.98, okay? You, you know, I know you don't believe in the power of prayer, but I set up a little prayer group for uh, for this. Holy and, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see it's working out. Well, you know what's funny is that you set up the prayer group and I set up a thought group. Oh, shit. That's probably what it, what's doing it is the thoughts and prayers combined. Because, listen, man, I know you're not super into fantasy football, but this, is, this score is crushing it. <laughs> like, we just destroyed this other team and we're still not done scoring points. We still have another player left. So it's, gonna, it's pretty much a massacre. Yeah, well, you know, I'm glad you had the thoughts going because I didn't even ask you to do that. So, I mean, you know, a lot of times you and I just think alike. And I, that's good, too, because those things do not work independently. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those chemical reaction things. Like one chemical does nothing. The other one does nothing. When you put them together, bam, it's like a nuclear explosion. Yeah. It's like a nuclear explosion of faith. Yes. 
Like, I mean, your amphetamines are nothing without my meth, you know? Exactly. Yeah, this is a different setup than my normal setup, so, because, you know, Carlos got to be fucking extra. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Goddamn Colombians. Motherfuckers. All right. Well, that's the podcast. <laughs> Goddamn Colombian, is that the new name of it? Goddamn Colombian. And some cunt named Bobby, go fuck yourself. Anyway. <laughs> hey, all right, let's get it going then, man. All right, man, let's do this. Thanks for doing it, man. Hey, I oh, yeah, appreciate for sure, you having dude. me. I really do appreciate you Absolutely, so dude. Great. Thanks for being there. You know, I'm fucking air for two years and finally I get a call. Fuck <laughs> Bullshit. This is bullshit. Bitch, you make Stanhope wait this long, you son of a ass. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to episode 59 of Indecorous Comedy. This is episode 9 of season 2. Indecorous Comedy is a reprehensibly distinguished educational comedy podcast, either the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet. That's your call. I'm your host, Carlos Valencia. And to my left, we have chemtrail apologist Bobby D. <laughs> Yo. What's up, Bobby D? And to my right, we have no one. As uh, we've mentioned before, our other co-host, Ian, had a scheduling conflict. He's got to watch his neighbor jerk off so he can't record tonight. Today, we're going to be talking indecorous news. We're going to talk the indecorous history of military contracts. And we're going to close it out with indecorous Tennessee state laws. But before we do any of that, let's welcome to our guest... Let's welcome our guest today. See, this guy's already got me all flabbergasted. He already called me a dirty Colombian off, off mic. I did I'm not call up. you a dirty Colombian. I said fucking Colombian. That's yeah, what I said. Don't, I was, there was nothing disparaging about that. I just said fucking Colombian. That's all I'm I very, said. I'm very triggered already. I can tell. Let's be fair. It was justified. It was justified. You put me on this extra bullshit. No, I have done 377 <laughs> Zoom shows. Since COVID began, I haven't worn pants on one. I did it on my phone. Now I'm on my computer. I got a microphone. I got headphones. Chandra had to walk out the room. She said, I can't hear anything. I'm bored. I'm going to leave. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Well, in case you weren't able to tell by the nonstop ranting, that's Mo Alexander, everybody. Mo, how you doing, man? I'm good, my brother. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. It's been a long time, dude. I know. You don't call, you don't write, you don't fuck my friends anymore. I don't know what's happening yet. Yeah, that's right. I haven't been a... I don't know if I'm even allowed in Memphis anymore. Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I don't get out of the chicks you do. I don't know what you're doing with them. You that know. would be a nice. That would be a nice thing to say for like an open marriage that's kind of falling apart. Like you know, you don't. How come you don't fuck my friends anymore? Sometimes jump in. <laughs> well, we start out the podcast with questions, and this is a, I think Mo is one of the best guests we have to answer uh, questions here. Now, these questions come from the fans. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what they mean or what they're talking about. They just send the questions, and I read them. Oh, I'm real fucking scared because you told them I was coming, didn't you? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I good. swear to God, I did. Okay, these I'm are all random. Place. These all are right. all random. All right, I'm good with that. I'm good. Good with that. Lord, I can't imagine what I would get if I told them. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to just do a whole episode. That was like, oh, shit, these people know what they're, they're in yeah, for. No, these are <laughs> random people from that listen to the podcast. Now, there's a first question, and this is one of those weird ones that, here we go. Darlene asks, how much sweat can a titty towel hold? Uh, that's four James Brownsworth. Four James Brownsworth. <laughs> 
A titty towel can hold four James Browns worth of sweat. Now, I'm talking about the 1972 sweat, not the 1986 coming to America sweat. What is the difference there? Uh, about 14 years. 14 <laughs> I thought you were going to say 14 ounces. No, 14 years. That's 14 years different from 1972. He would move around and he'd actually lose five pounds per night. Now, that's why he'd always go home and eat, like, lasagna and pussy. But then, in 86, <laughs> he'd only lose two and a half pounds. So, I'm going to say a nice uh, five pounds worth of sweat, which is three James Excuse me, three James Brown to 15 pounds. So, that's what I'm going to tell. I'm just thinking, I mean, I, I really hope that there's a product out there called the titty towel. It is. The titty towel. You have been oh, titty re- towel? Oh, okay. A titty, oh, no. a titty towel, if you don't know what a titty towel is, it's these things that some genius made where it just, like, it's a... Uh, it's, it's a piece of string that holds two towels together, and they can cup underneath the breast, so you got titty towels. That's a real thing. <sighs> that's that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. I know what a titty towel is. God damn, see? And I thought I thought this was going to stump everybody, but yeah, fuck, of course Mo knows what a titty towel is. Hey, man, I used, to run, I, I, used to, I used to take all the comics to Platinum Plus in Memphis. I know what a titty towel is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I think that fucking settles that question. <laughs> Uh, here's our next question. This comes from Michelle. Who is your favorite Family Feud host? Mm. My favorite Family Feud host has not been created yet because of cloning. Because I really want a combination of uh, Steve Harvey and Richard Dawson to where he can be funny and kind of tongue rape a woman at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if Steve Harvey tried to pull that same shit? I know, and- I know. That, you can tell that's how it was a different time because Richard Dawson should have been up on several counts of herpes passing on or some shit because he just yeah. made out with everybody he would be like what do they call those things with COVID now a super spreader or something <laughs> exactly he's a super spreader he's a super spreader probably wearing a titty towel yeah that dude was fucking creepy I, my favorite is Ray Combs because he killed himself <laughs> Did he really kill himself? Yeah, dude, you didn't hear about. Oh man, I'm sorry to break I the news. No, to I, didn't, I don't. I don't. I barely remember him, but I didn't know he killed himself. What happened? Did he? What happened? Wait, is, wait, Ray Combs. Uh, okay, never mind. I'm thinking a dude from Hogan's Heroes. He also killed himself, right? That's another dude. That, no, that. Yeah, wait. Was who was Hogan's Heroes? Yeah. Uh, shit, I can't think. Of See, name. that's the, okay. Wait, Ray Ray Combs doesn't he uh, doesn't he go by Diddy now? <laughs> Hey, Bobby, do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. I know, I know. I know. You know, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I was thinking that, too. What the fuck are you I was like, about? I didn't even get it at the. At I don't first. know what he's talking about. This is your partner. I just, I've been friends with you for almost 20 years. I don't know who the fuck this is. So, Ray Combs would be my Bobby. Do you have a preference of Family Feud hosts? Uh, you know, Ray Combs was a little before my time. I mean, I, I uh, can appreciate how courageous he was. But... <laughs> But um, I only knew the second guy, who's, <laughs> whose name I just heard and have uh, already forgotten. And I haven't watched it in so long. But uh, I, th- I feel like I like Steve Harvey the best because he just he could just get away with anything, you know. Well, he he's crazy as hell. Yeah. Now we're going with our final question. Now, this comes from Liz. What animal should wear pants and why? What animal should wear pants and why? Yeah, like what animal should wear I would go with, uh, it would have to be big pants, but maybe like a kangaroo. You know what? That's really weird that you said that because I was about to say the exact same answer. 
Is that right? I was honest to God, I was about to say kangaroo because nobody needs a big hoppy, floppy dick hitting you in your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that wasn't exactly what I was saying it, but yeah, sure, that's also good. Seriously, man, seriously, nobody needs a, a hopping, a big ass rabbit with a floppy kangaroo Australian penis hitting you in the face trying to fight you at the same time. Nobody needs yeah. that. Nobody needs that. Because those motherfuckers box too. They do. Right? That's ridiculous. Yeah. There's a video you can look at. I saw on TikTok a few weeks ago where this this kangaroo had actually put a dog in a headlock. And I'm like, what the fuck? And this wow. guy ran over to save his dog because he was about to beat his dog's ass. And he punched the kangaroo in the face. And the kangaroo just dropped the dog. It was like, yeah, bitch, let's do this. Let's do this <laughs> right now. And his dick, was, and his dick was just flopping at him. I'm like, I would not fight a man. I'd not even fight a beast when your dick is just coming up at you as it flops at you. I'm like, you a brave man, so. Yeah, that is confidence right that there. That is confidence. You're going to hit somebody in the face with a dick just coming at you? That is, that's, <laughs> that's some apocalyptic shit right there. That is some apocalyptic shit right there. Yeah, like best case scenario, it just psychs you out and you, exactly. you just can't even, yeah. Because you got to bob and weave from the kangaroo's fist <laughs> and bob and weave from his dick. So you get two punches from the starts of one. I don't need that in my life. Bob Crane was the man I was speaking of of Hogan's heroes who also killed himself. But there was a uh, about the but, porn, but, yeah, but you know what threw me off is that Richard Dawson was also in Hogan's heroes. Exactly, and that's what confused me as well. But I meant Hogan. Yeah, Bob Crane was this entire movie about the kinky sex he was into and ended up killing some people himself. Oh no shit, shit. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I gotta check that out. Yeah, I, I'll find the name for you. All right. I think the kangaroo too is the only animal where having your dick out during a fight is an advantage. Probably. Yeah. Probably. It's like, how am I going to fight this thing while I'm trying to put that thing in my mouth? <laughs> you can't distract me like that. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to move on to our opening segment here. Now, this is this is why I'm extras, because this is where I, I share the screen. And by the way, only only Carlos Valencia would have a show where he has opening questions and then a second opening. <laughs> Dude, it's actually like the third opening because me and Bobby were already talking before you came in. This is, this is not the most. Or uh, you know, I suck at segways. I can. T- yes, you do. You are the. You are the shitty segway man. You really are. It's, I love you. One of the funniest and most disturbed humans I know. You can't write a, You can't perform a segue to save your damn life. No, you can't. No, man. it's just like we're talking about one thing. Okay, now it's the next. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is opening segment A three. A three. I got you. <laughs> All right, this is Indecorous News, everybody. This is a segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the United States and all over the world. After you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life. And Bobby, you can take this first story here. You can read this first part. Anti-maskers forced to dig graves for COVID-19 victims in Indonesia. Uh, Eight people in the uh, Kerme... Kerm, Kerme district of Grezik Regency, which is also part of the Gerbang Kartus. All right, you're just making these words up now. This yeah, is not I a real No, dude. Is it, Did I you swear have a to God. Stroke while you were typing this up, Gerbang what is that? I swear to God, man, this is the, the real shit. I try to be accurate. As, that, as accurate as possible. That's not a real word. That's not a real place. I swear to God, man. That is it, something if you say three times, you can turn it into a cartoon. What is yeah, that? In the United States, if you're talking about Indonesia, it's Jakarta or bust. Yes, that's, that's the it. Only, Nothing else. There's yeah. no other places than Jakarta. Jakarta. Yeah. Gerbang Tarkasa. 
Yeah, and it's about like a bomb going off. That's this is it. like this is like the Kardashians' real name before they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, so that that word I said a while ago, uh, metropolitan region of Serbia in East Java in Indonesia, in Southeast Asia, were given social sanctions to dig graves at the. Batten Village Public Cemetery for those who have died of the Rona as punishment for not wearing face masks. Yeah, so they're they're fucking serious about that shit. You don't wear your mask there, then you have to help bury the fucking people that died. That's cold luck. Yeah, yeah, they're not fucking around. I'll let, uh, Mo, you can read this next part. In Creme, Creme, Creme the Frog, hey. unmasked criminals are given the choice of accepting a fine of 150 billion rupees. The equivalent of ten dollars, one hundred and fifty. That's one hundred and fifty billion. Well, I might have, I might have uh, typoed that. I think it was one hundred fifty. See, you gotta be consistent with your typos. Either say the first name, whatever the fuck you just said, right, or put enough zero because this is like a hundred and fifty trillion. Rupee. Well, a hundred and fifty trillion rupee, I think, is just like fifty dollars. No, so it I says think ten dollars. Ten dollars. A hundred and fifty well, trillion. They should just move. They should just change their money. If you, if a hundred and fifty trillion anything <laughs> equals ten dollars U.S. I, I, I'm with you, man. man I'm with I, you. I'm gonna move over here just so I can be a trillionaire. I'm gonna take twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I feel like if somebody's making minimum wage. <clears throat> They should just convert all their money at the end of the week, you know? Yeah, real, man. I feel like a baller on the weekend. And this is in, where? where is it set again? What Indonesia. Indonesia. I'm going to do the, the, the big pimp in Indonesian version. <laughs> big pimp is spending cheese. It's 50 cents. Oh, shit. You're going to go get some hoes tonight. <laughs> There's only three available di- grave diggers at the moment, so I thought it might put these people to work as well. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That's just so... They put criminals to work Yeah. to make... The, they only had three available grave diggers, so this dude that uh, is in charge of this shit was like, well, fuck it, I might as well put these guys in charge of uh, digging these fucking holes. That's ridiculous. I mean, at least they're being efficient about it. Maybe somebody had $100 million, I mean, $100 million, and they could buy their way out of that or some shit. <laughs> Didn't Drake have a video where he gave out a shitload of money? Yeah, man. It, wasn't, it, it was probably here. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it was just all rupiah, so it was like ten bucks. He's like, I'm gonna need twenty five dollars in rupiah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need y'all stack that in ones. <laughs> <laughs> and this fucking two hour video of him trying to get rid of all this shit. It's just him unloading pallets of paper. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Even their IOUs are worthless. Yeah. IOUs like here's an IOU for four hundred trillion dollars. That's two fifty, nigga. You ain't got two fifty. You ain't got two fifty dollars on your. Isn't it like I think Zimbabwe where you can like buy you buy those notes on eBay where it's I mean their their inflation is so bad. Yeah, you can buy a trillion dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> and a trillion dollar bill is like thirty cents. So you gotta have like you know two trillion dollars to go buy a stick of gum. See, that's where yeah. he should make that video. He'd just be, like, driving around a forklift. <laughs> it's just him in a warehouse. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel sorry for strippers. I feel sorry for strippers over there. You get crushed to death for $2. Like, I'm making it hurricane, bitches. Pow. <laughs> I drop some pallets in this bitch. Drop some pallets in this bitch. <laughs> All right, Bobby, you can take this next one. 
Uh, other unusual punishments doled out for not wearing a mask include a man in Jakarta. See, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, who was forced to publicly lay in a mock coffin while members of the public and the media took pictures and thought about how funny it would be if they took a dump on his face or at least peed on him a little. Yeah, this guy, I saw the picture, like, I wish I could, I, I, I should have posted the picture, but, you know, it's a fucking podcast, so you can't see it. But, yeah, this dude is just laying in the coffin, and everybody <clears throat> is just looking at him, taking pictures with their cell phone and shit. That's funny. Making fun of him, because he wouldn't, well, he had a mask when he was in the coffin, but, yeah. They do that thing where they have, like, a like a toilet thing around his face, like a toilet seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they should have done. That should be just uh you know, like a, a fun photo, like a selfie op where they that they should have out in public in places. But the COVID-19 task force also caught dozens of people in uh, Probolingo, a city on the north coast of East Java, while doing a raid at the Marin Market, a market likely named after acclaimed New Mexican humorist and cat herder Mark Marin. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure about that part, but I, I think that's right. So when they went to this market, they got a bunch of people. I'll, re- I'll just go ahead and read this next part. After not being caught wearing a mask, the delinquents were ordered to get into a hearse containing a casket used for transporting COVID-19 patients' bodies. Ew. Yeah, they had to be in the fucking hearse with the fucking dead person. At least the guys that were like digging the graves didn't actually have to like throw the body in there, but these people had to like actually get in there with the fucking dead patient. Okay, here's my, here's my problem with this because I understand about trying to teach you a lesson, but you got to ride with the dead body. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. That's just that's just because you know they don't have they don't embalm people over there. That's just funky. It would be kind of funny, though, if, like, all these people that got together to mock this guy ended up, they're just, ended up being, like, a major outbreak at the event where they got together to mock him. Yeah, that would be, yeah, exactly. Well, what they did say is that they did make them wear masks when they punished them doing all these things. But, I mean, I don't know. When they actually gather all these people, they did say it was dozens. So we're talking, you know, probably at least 20, 30 people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and as we know from a couple people we went to high school with on Facebook, you know, masks are completely useless, right? Is that what they say? What what would be great, though, is I I, I looked it up and they were, it was like one at a time. But I I really wish they would have packed 30 people into a hearse. (laughs) All fucking uh, but, squeezing in there. But by using their monetary system math, 30 people actually equals 1.4 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> using by the rupees. Yeah, that's <laughs> one point. Yeah, 30 Indonesians, uh, the equivalent of one and a half American. Exactly. <laughs> All right. The second story, basketball. Oh, Mo, you're going to have to help me with this one because basketball player Ty Lawson Banned from Chinese Basketball Association for social media posts claiming Chinese women have cakes. First, I got several questions here. First of all, apparently he's very nearsighted. And uh, I don't know I how don't... he's playing ball in the Chinese Basketball Association at all. I don't <laughs> understand. I, yeah, I don't know how he because ended up there. those you don't know what cakes means, that's ass. I thought like cake was slang for something having to do with like a large quantity of coke or something, right? Bobby, shut the fuck up. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so cakes is ass. Yes, cakes is ass. 
Is this a new thing? Or look, this is how I fucking out of touch I am. I've no. never heard cakes. That's yeah, that's a recent acquisition to the black community. We uh, appropriated cakes and somehow cakes became asshole. You, sir. You, sir, Bobby. You still <laughs> living in your uh, New Jack City slang mode. Yeah, exactly. See, I haven't listened, I haven't listened to an album since Reasonable Doubt. And... You know, there's, there's actually black people out there. You don't have to listen to albums. You can <laughs> talk to black people every now and then, Bobby. You can't be watching yeah, but... all this shit from... But it's less frightening when it's coming through my headphones. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, Lawson apparently took to his Instagram stories where he sent out a few posts regarding Chinese women. In the first post, Lawson claimed that he might have to, quote, switch up his stance soon on Chinese women because they got cakes on the low. That means hidden booty. Hidden booty. Hidden. Okay, so it's not like overt booty. No, it's like hidden booty crouching tiger. Uh, hidden booty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> then, in the second post, Lawson shows a picture of himself getting what appears to be a lap dance from a Chinese woman with the caption, YOLO, I guess, LOL. Lord. <laughs> See, they mad because they don't want some six-foot-tall mixed Asian black babies over there. Just rolling around the streets in, in seven years. Be like six foot tall at seven years old. They don't want that. Yeah, are, I was going to say, aren't they? I mean, don't they love basketball, but they're also very racist? Oh, well, yeah. Here's, go yeah, ahead. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, well, apparently here's the, here's the, actually, Bobby, you go ahead. We can read this one. All right. The uh, CBA accused Lawson of discrimination, and as a result, his team, the Fujian Sturgeons, released him from the team. He was then hit with a lifetime ban from Chinese basketball. After the news spread, angry fans of Chinese basketball flooded Lawson's Instagram with hateful messages. Yeah, so... First of all, stop everything. Stop everything. I don't care about anything else we're going to say about tonight. That is the Fujian Sturgeons. If they're... (laughs) If they have not paid Weird Al Yankovic to take his song like a surgeon and make it like a sturgeon, they do not know what they are missing out on. That would be Dude. the best black ball game. And now, give it up for the Fujian Sturgis. Like a Sturgeon. <laughs> Bam, slam. Like, yeah, you're for the very right. first time. Sorry. This is a gold mine for fucking Weird Al if he fucking know, finds out about this Fugin shit. I know, the Fujian Sturgeons. Uh, yeah, they get Wyclef involved in the project. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one right. One of the few black people he still knows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it is sad because imagine, like, you grow up, how many kids grow up dreaming of being able to play for the Fujian Sturgeons? Exactly. And then all their <laughs> dreams get crashed because Chinese women have cake. Yeah, they, they get sad because they just have to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just mad at this one dude. How shitty is he, is he an actual player that he's at the Chinese League playing this and named the Sturgeons? <laughs> I don't even know where Fujian is. I've never even heard of that fucking. It's Fujian. Yeah. No, no, it's not Fujian. This is Chinese. I don't know what this is. Fujian Sturgeon. I don't. I, yeah, me either. I never. I don't heard know. Of we need to call Matt Davis. He's been all over China. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. Yeah. It's like we've all heard of the bottled water, but that's you know. That's oh funny. yeah, the, yeah, Fujian. <laughs> oh, Fiji, what oh, the fuck Christ. am I talking about? <laughs> Where did you find this kid? He is borderline stupid. What is wrong with him? He's out of his mind. Bobby's Uh, out of his mind. Yeah. He's out of his goddamn mind. Well, look, look, Ian's in jail. This is what you get, right? Yeah. (laughs) So he got a lot of angry Instagram comments from Chinese people. Like he could read any of it. He don't know if he was angry or not. It's just a bunch of characters. A bunch of American white kids got the angry posts tattooed on themselves. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, Bobby, that was funny. I'll give you that one. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Hey, everybody. This is your weekly reminder to follow us on social media. We're on all of them, facebook.com slash comedy. We're on Instagram at indecorouscomedy. Twitter at indecorouspod. And most importantly of all, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash comedy. We have five different levels now. We used to only have three, but that's how big the podcast has gotten. We got five levels, $1, $3, $7, $10, and $20 for the high-rolling whale ballers. But even at the $3 level, you still get all the special releases that we do online, all the extra interviews, extra material, extra segments. You get access to all of that at the $3 level. You don't at the $1 level, but come on, man. It's a dollar. We'll give we, you a shout out, though. We need like a $100 debaucher level. Oh, man. Fucking if somebody pledges $100, it can just yeah. take over the goddamn podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's called the, the DP, basically. We'll go. Yeah, you DP. can be a host. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my chair is available. Yeah, yeah. You get to replace whoever host you like the least <laughs> if you start pledging us $100 a month. All right, guys, it's time for our main segment of the night, Indecorous Deep Dive. We build this podcast as a, an educational comedy podcast. We often fall short of the latter, but we always deliver on the former. This week, we're going to be talking about military... Well, what do you call these, Bobby? Bobby wrote this one. Contractors. Contract. I didn't know if I just said contractors or contracts. So whether it's that morning Starbucks that adds up to equal your rent payment each month or the two-month salary you spent on that engagement ring for your now ex-wife that fucked your friend and took the house, we all have something we regret spending money on. When it comes to wasting money, though, any of your libertarian friends would love to share with you that nobody gets the job done better than the federal government. This week, we got a little help from journalist Adam Weinstein to tell you about the all-time 10 worst military contracting boondoggles. Boondoggles! <laughs> now, can we still say that word, boondoggles? That doesn't mean nigga. Boondoggle is fine. You can't. Boondoggle does not mean nigga in any language. Oh, okay, good. All right, that's... So we're safe with We're not going to get canceled by the Chinese Basketball Association. If you went up to Jay-Z and said, you boondoggle, he'd be just like, I don't think that word means what you think it means. Like, boondoggle <laughs> should do that as a PSA, like every <laughs> every few weeks. Hi, this is Mo Alexander for boondoggles. <laughs> I would like you to know right now that the word boondoggle does not mean nigga in any language. If someone walks up to you and calls you a boondoggle, Know that he's probably having a stroke and punch him in the face anyway because he probably means nigga. <laughs> he just used the wrong word. <laughs> he had a stroke right before he said nigga. He was saying boondoggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, that was still one of my favorite adult swim shows was boondoggles. <laughs> That's boondoggles. You never mind. <laughs> Bobby, you can do this first one. From 2001 to 2011, the Bipartisan Commission on Wartime Contracting found that the federal government has lost between 31 and $60 billion to contractors. Wow, can you imagine how much that must be in rupia or oh whatever? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. God it, damn. That, goes, that changes. When you, get, when you actually have $60 billion in American dollars compared to the rupia thing that yeah. was, 
that's actually go to a different system of measurement. They call those kilo group. Blah, blah, blah. They yeah, put a yeah. kilo in that because then it's just not even pallets. It's like, how many ship loads would you like? Uh, you know, that's a ship load of money. Yeah. That's like three Starbucks right there. That's what that is. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, like I've heard of quadrillion, but I don't know any numbers beyond that. Oh, there's, there's a lot beyond quadrillion. You can always go with a Google because that actually is a number. Oh, number. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. They have Google. Yeah. Black. Yeah, well, like, what, is, what is that in rupiah? The the rupa the kilo rupa won't even go with that one. You can't you, after that. <laughs> after that, they just hand you the they just hand you the keys to the country. And say it's yo bitch. I'm out. Uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> so of course we can look at that as money well spent since all of our troops are safe at home and both countries have super stable democratic governments with their citizens enjoying the freedom of being beheaded if they try to teach girls to read. Okay. Uh, the commission's 248 page report highlights the blunders that make that infamous $600 toilet seat look like a bargain. Oh yeah, what was that $600 toilet seat thing again? Was that Air Force One? No, that was just the, how much the military was spending on stuff at some point. It was like they got really? charged $600 for a hammer. Oh. Yeah, it's like when you look at a hospital bill, you know, and they'll say like mucus receptacle or something, twenty dollars, <laughs> and, and they're talking about tissues. You yeah. give me a tissue, bitch. What are you yeah, talking exactly. About? <laughs> All right, Mosa, you can do this. Uh, this first one here. Welfare for war. Oh, this is racist as fuck. Welfare for warlords. <laughs> this is bullshit. When the Pentagon hired the big rig drivers to transport supplies as part of his host nation trucking program, they didn't think to guarantee the truckers' safety. So the drivers spent as much as 20% of their contract money paying off local warlords for protection in a move that would make any Sicilian proud. These contracts were found to be a significant source of funding for insurgents. Duh. So we were just paying, the like, just don't fuck with us. No, they they was like, hey, that's a great looking truck you got. It'd be a shame <laughs> if it hit this landmine that I just planted 30 feet from you. Oh, you can't see that landmine that I just planted? Well, you know, for a reasonable amount of money, maybe, you know, a hundred grand, I might give you the safety wrap around this. I might give you the map of the placement so I put all these things. Or for 150 grand, I might take them out the road. Going. Now, coming back, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> And they just say all that with, like, a cheesy Italian accent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all dress like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would think, you would think, though, because aren't truckers, like, truckers are the most, at least here in America, they're the most, like, outwardly religious fucking business in the world. Like, they'll put Jesus shit all over their fucking trucks. Yeah, and I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I don't get I don't get why, but they are. And so, if you're that fucking religious, you should just fucking yeah, fuck it. I got the Jesus as my co-pilot. I'll just fucking run through this shit. <laughs> yeah, fucking Jesus will save me from these goddamn landmines. And they'll be like, "Yo, Muhammad, get in the bus." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. All right, Bobby, you can do this next one. In 2007, U.S. planners decided to pave a 64-mile mountain road between two Afghan towns that they estimated would, would cost $69 million, but ended up spending $176 million on the project, a good chunk of which also went to protection from local warlords. <laughs> uh, a stretch of the highway began falling apart and remains treacherous. Jesus Christ. I feel like we're in the wrong line of business. Apparently, warlord is the fucking... <laughs> I feel, like I'm, I, I feel like they're talking about Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, I, no shit. And how does that work? Like, what's the hierarchy? Do you have to start out as, like, war deacon and work your way up? <laughs> <laughs> Before they call you my lord? My lord. Yeah. lord. <laughs> <laughs> my warlord. 
That's funny. Two. You got two tonight. Two. <laughs> We're keeping more, track. It's more, it's become a fucking game show now. War so Deacon keep... is funny to me. Just <laughs> Give it up for my war choir director. <laughs> All right, I'll do this next one. The Air Force gave $18 million to contractor CH2M Hill for construction of an army installation in Afghanistan. The firm hired a shady subcontractor who didn't pay his workers and fled the country with $2 million. The unpaid workers stole equipment and materials and left hundreds of NATO troops without housing for 18 months. Okay, there's a problem right here. There's a problem right here. The Air Force gave him $18 million. He left with two. Yeah. Yeah. Where is that $16 million? Because apparently <laughs> the workers didn't get paid. They stole stuff. What, what, what happened here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This math doesn't fucking add up. Mm-mm. Like some of the stuff, I'm guessing. I mean, had to have been spent on materials and equipment that the workers stole. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the guy, the one guy, stole two million straight up cash, and right. the other people stole equipment that was bought with the rest of the sixteen million. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's pretty baller, though. When you're fucking over NATO. Like, that's fucking, they have weapons from all over the world, and you're like, fuck these motherfuckers, I'm yeah. stealing their money. Mm-hmm. Oh, it gets it gets better. But, I mean, one thing that, that wasn't in this article, though, was that we lost, just straight up lost, I think it was over $9 billion of just pallets of, literally pallets of $100 bills. Like, like we were talking about Rupia earlier. Mm-hmm. We just straight up lost it, just completely one hundred percent unaccounted for. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. How do you lose pallets of hundred dollar bills? Don't they have die packs? The bank has die packs. They could put yeah. die packs on that shit. Yeah, they exactly. Put some radioactive die packs in that shit and tell me where it is. You got a guy counter. Look at the nigga that is glowing green and balling. <laughs> yeah. Is that that's not his pimp suit green? That is him radiating. He got yeah. your money. That's where your money is. People stupid. I hate people. Yeah, yeah, just turn off all the lights. Turn on a black light. The guy that glows, there's the your fucking guy. The guy that's glowing, singing Big Pimp in Farsi is the one who stole your shit. That's <laughs> all you yeah. need to know. Yeah, this yeah. is fucking insane. All right, Bobby, you can do this next one. Coalition bases in both countries tend to be big and rugged, so many units rent locally owned four-wheel drive vehicles to get around. A 2010 survey found that the Army was spending $119 million every year to lease about 3,000 vehicles, which breaks down to roughly $40,000 each. Oh, my God. Yeah. They pay enterprise prices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing they don't have AAA. They no. Can that desk out. <laughs> that, that's enterprise rental charges right there. That's, <laughs> yeah. So the uh, General Services Administration found that the military, quote, could lease and maintain 1,000 vehicles for $19 million per year, or 16% of what it had been paying, but the Army still considers that extra $100 million to be, quote, strategically necessary. In other words, war involves a lot of bribing the locals. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that, I believe that, or I actually do believe that they are making their own spaceships. <laughs> I like that better, yeah. They're like, this, this, uh, we paid this warlord $800 million. Uh, no, just ignore that flying spacecraft that does anti-gravity. We, we don't know where that came from. <laughs> we found that under the Sphinx. We don't know where that came from. That's yeah. not that. And, and, uh, and, and pay no attention to these pallets of money. <laughs> these pallets of money. <laughs> Jesus Christ, pallets of money. 
Well, since 2003, the U.S. Agency for International Development has paid $92 million to accounting giant Deloitte to train executives at the Afghanistan Central Bank, which oversaw Kabul Bank, the country's largest private bank, with an estimated $900 million in assets loaded with worthless loans. Unsurprisingly, the bank collapsed in 2010, taking the Afghan financial system down with it. What? There's an Afghan financial system? <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised there ever was, really. They should really take a lesson from uh, Jakarta. And we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, the bank CEO explained, quote, What I'm doing is not proper, not exactly what I should do, but this is Afghanistan. Well, that's a hell of a fucking excuse. <laughs> wow. Corruption and thievery were so commonplace that the guy gets caught and essentially says, come on, you expect me not to steal? Yeah, basically, that's what he's doing. That's kind of like uh, when our buddy Joe Zimmerman tried to return a PBR because it tasted funky, and the bartender just told him, hey, it's a PBR. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was satisfied with that answer. Yeah, it's like, that's like, yeah, okay, I guess so. This is what we do here. We just steal shit. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, I mean, he went from, uh, you know, before he was CEO of that bank, he was a local warlord. <laughs> yeah. It's understandable. And then he, he took a pay cut. Pay pay cut. To, to do that yeah, one. exactly. Yeah. You, just heard, you just heard him when he got the title from Warlord to make Mother. He been playing the theme song to the Jefferson. Well, the movie going up. La, 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 to the top. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. Wait, I don't want to be that high. I know what happened with planes. <laughs> So in 2005, the Defense Logistics Agency awarded Swiss-based Supreme Food Service a fat contract to ship, quote, vitally needed food to bases. Uh, by 2011, the company had billed the government $4.2 billion, but Pentagon investigators found that the figure had been padded with hundreds of millions in overcharges for things like providing, quote, premium airlift of fresh produce from the United Arab Emirates. What? Wait a second. Fresh produce from fucking the desert? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I mean, it's probably grown in greenhouses and stuff. I mean, oh you ate, you know, fucking, yeah, Dubai is uh, high tech. But, yeah, I guess they can just fucking, they probably have like clone people fucking gardening that shit too. Dude, you can go skiing indoor. They have like a number of indoor ski facilities. Yeah, it's cool as shit, man. Yeah, dude, dude the UAE is is pretty awesome. Have you been out there, Mo, ever? No, they can't, I, I can't go there, I drink. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's like, the UAE is everything every Jay-Z big pimping should have been. Yeah. I'm not kidding, man. They they don't play over there. I mean, I mean their school buses are fucking Maseratis. I've, yeah, I've heard of that shit. I mean, obviously, I've never been, but I hear about that shit. Like, I think it might have been, actually, maybe it was our buddy Matt Davis, or maybe it was Paul Hooper that was telling me about some, like, sometimes they just leave, like, these sweet-ass cars wrecked on the side of the highway. Because yeah. they're just like, I'll just get another. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's 100% true. That's, I, I bet it was Davis, not Hooper. They won't let Hooper in that country. Come on. <laughs> You know Hooper cannot go to certain places on this planet. That's one of those places. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we would be the first person beheaded. He'd be the first <laughs> American beheaded in like 50 years. No. Yeah, don't let no him back shit. over there. And the thing is, like, nobody in America would complain. <laughs> <laughs> you could just hear the sound of comedy clubs closed all across America. And one club were going, yes, they finally got him. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been wanting to do that for years. <laughs> So despite these findings, of course the company got a two-year extension of its contract, perhaps because the Army General, who used to supervise the contract, is now president of the company's U.S. division. Yeah. Wow. 
They always do it like that, man. Wow. All right, Mo, you can do this next one. To pad their profit margins, military subcontractors tend to rely on cheap labor from poor countries, a practice that led to forced labor, slavery, and sexual exploitation. Oh, American values. Uh, <laughs> commissioners learned in 2009 that mostly African and South American guards hired by companies like Triple Canopy, Sabre, and EODT were often ill-equipped, worked unusually long 12-hour shifts, were denied vacation, and were paid nothing until their contracts were finished forcing them to endure the unfair labor practices and finish the job. The government paid Sabre 1700 per guard, a thousand of which went to the company. See, this is, like, this makes me want to wish, like, I, I wish there was, uh, there were military contractors for, like, stand-up, you know, and I could just have <laughs> to charge them. Yeah, this is going to cost me $50,000 to do 45 minutes right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can just get away with it. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm giving the premium airlift to get there from the, whatever the fuck. And the, apparently, if it's just, if it's for the military, it goes. It doesn't even, oh, yeah. give, right. nobody gives a fuck. And the thing is that, apparently, we have all this money for all this other shit, but when it comes to healthcare, it's like, nah, man. We, how are we gonna afford that shit? Yeah, you, yeah. you know we're gonna have to not not pay a saber guard seventeen hundred and give him a thousand or seven hundred. We can't we can't pay for healthcare. I'm sorry, y'all. We were this also wasn't in the article, but I've read a number of things that were saying that we were paying these military contractors a hundred dollars to do a load of laundry. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because and it, and it there, I mean there was all this outrage from these troops, understandably, that were like. Uh, how about I do my own laundry and I keep the hundred dollars? Yeah, you know? yeah, that's what it should be. We, we're paying subcontractors to do jobs that we. The reason we pay subcontractors, honestly, guys, is to do shit that we can't do legally. Yeah, yeah. That's what their point is. Like, hey, man, we can't go and murder and rape all these people over there. Now, if you ended up getting this situation and had to protect yourselves. While protecting our dudes, and you just accidentally rape some people, go right ahead. That's not gonna get yeah. you. You're not under the whole uh, Geneva Convention thing because you're a subcontractor. But we, yeah. could, so, but, so we don't get in trouble. We pay other shit, so they get in trouble. We don't get in trouble. We just like, oh, we're appalled that you're gonna do that. So I'm gonna have to fire you from this gig. But if you same right. guys just change the name of your organization, we'll rehire you next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Blackwater to Z. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the yeah. one I'm talking about. That's yeah. exactly the one I'm talking about. Well, that would happen in that happened in South and Central America a lot with like the banana companies and shit that they would like hire paramilitary people to just murder labor organizers and shit. And then when they got caught, be like, "Oh, we were just playing for security. We didn't know they were going to be massacring people." Well, you know what the fuck. See, doing. this is why I got in trouble Friday after um, Ginsburg died because I posted something. Can somebody make sure and just check this bitch for uh, polonium poisoning? And oh, like, that's yeah. not funny, Mo. That's not funny. I'm not being funny. Our president loves the fuck out of Putin, and Putin loves killing people with polonium. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I know she was 87. I know she was fighting cancer. <laughs> but how much more trouble will it cost just to run a Geiger counter over this bitch and make sure that nobody just killed her? Right? Dude, like, that's, what I, that's what I've been telling people. Dude. It's like Trump is the prime example of somebody that has that dictator mentality but just can't get away with it because of the system of government that we have. Mm-hmm. But if we didn't have the system of government that we have here in the United States, he'd be fucking King Jong-un. Oh, be, he, yeah. He's dismantling it piece by piece like a right. bar... Barr is co-signing all the bullshit he's saying. So we're uh-huh. every day, every day, we all was like, oh, it's not going to be that bad with Trump because we have ways to get around this shit. He can't just take over. But as more and more you put your yes men in who won't mm-hmm. fight you, the more 
dangerous he becomes. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So today, I, mean, yeah. I know this isn't in your newscast, but today uh, he was. Uh, they I, like, said, I like that you're calling our comedy podcast a newscast. <laughs> That's how funny our podcast is. It's a newscast. It's now. a newscast. That's exactly how funny it is. <laughs> yeah, Bobby does two jokes plus news. That's no, it. No, you do weather, motherfucker. Don't get above your station. Don't get above your station, nigga. You are doing nothing but weather. That's all you doing. <laughs> today, there. God, I fucking love this. Today, today, Barr wants to say that New York, Seattle, and. Uh, Portland are anarchist towns. Oh, yeah. Anarchist. yeah. And I'm just like, people don't look long-term. I see what he's going to do. They're going to try to use that and say, oh, all those votes from New York, Portland, and Seattle don't count. They're not under regular American jurisdiction anymore. They're in a, yeah. in a, they, So he's going to try to pull that bullshit. But I see what you're doing, Trump. I see. That's why I'm calling this out on the news right now. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. On the comedy podcast. There's <laughs> with a fake-ass weatherman over there. Shut up, Bobby. Uh, tell me how cold it is going to be tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Dude. I've been betting people for a while now that Trump won't win the election. I was like, I'll bet you $100 that he doesn't win. And I've been doing it for two years now. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of ours, his name is Stefan, he took the bet. He's like, yeah, I'll bet you $100. I think Trump is going to win. And I'm like, all right, I'll do the bet. And then he was like, how about we add an extra 50 And I'll tell you, like, even if he does lose, he won't give up the office. And I'm like, yeah, fucking easy 50 mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, that's the 50 I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, at, yeah. 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 That's the 50 you're going to lose. Yeah, no, I thought it was like easy money, but now it's like, I still think Trump's not going to win the election, but as we get closer to it, the more and more it looks like, oh yeah, this motherfucker's not going to let go. No, here's the deal. It's not that he's going to lose. It's going to be that if he does win, it's not going to be because Americans didn't vote for him. It's going to be some illegal shady shit uh, that between the Russians fight. See, can I say something real quick that's going to get me killed? Can I get say this? Yeah, buddy. This is the plan. This is the plan. See... We're fucked either way. Putin was very smart in this. If Trump wins, we're fucked. If Trump loses, his fucking psychopathic people who like to drown in boats, they're going to do some stupid <laughs> shit. And he's like, oh, well, you, you, you can't take our president out. Let's start, a, let's start fighting over this. Either yeah. way, the a nation is in trouble because oh, yeah. unsta- but we will destabilize this nation. Which makes mm-hmm. tr- makes Putin happy. He doesn't yep. give a fuck as long as we look bad to the rest of the world, where they get to take government power. Because once we lose the petrol dollar as the main currency on the planet, we are fucked. There, that's yeah. all I had to say. Don't play oh, yeah. me, Craig Russell. If you hear this podcast, kiss my black ass, you motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Yeah, because no matter what, he's gonna say he won, and then that that comes out as truth to them, and mm-hmm. anything anything else they hear is fake news. Yep. And so if they hear that he didn't win, then yeah, there there are going to be, there is going to be violence. That's yep. definitely going to happen. And yep. the thing is, is like, we expect that from Trump. But I mean, all these other people, all these lifelong Republicans and stuff that are co-signing this, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they are enablers and it's all, a lot of people are justifying it in the name of like, uh, like Supreme Court justices. Yep. And I mean, I've. Yeah, I've seen people that are like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, Trump, they they, they just basically will sum up his behavior as saying like, well, he's not perfect, but he's going to help <laughs> us get Roe v. Wade overturned, and that's all I care about. 
All right, Bobby, we got a newscast to finish here, man. <laughs> yeah, you just cut all the rest of that shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good, Bo. That's, why, that's, why, that's why I love having you on, bro. Man, I can't wait to do this another three years. <laughs> <laughs> so the company formerly known as Halliburton and formerly run by Dick Cheney was paid at least $36.3 billion to provide Iraq, quote, base support which included $5 million spent on 144 mechanics who worked as little as 43 minutes a month on average. The company can't account for $100 million worth of its government-furnished property. And despite earning $204 million for electrical work on bases, KBR's shoddy wiring has been blamed in as many as 12 soldiers' electrocution deaths, which Fox News fans should know is the equivalent of three Benghazis. <laughs> The company is also linked to human trafficking. In 2008, reporters discovered a windowless warehouse in Baghdad where a thousand men from four different Asian countries and hired by a KBR subcontractor were held in prison-like conditions. Another sub was sued for allegedly sneaking Asian workers into Iraq with false promises of high-paying jobs. I, I will say that $36.3 billion from 144 mechanics sounds about right because they <laughs> ripped me off quite a bit. No, that's just the five million <laughs> through my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's still though. That's, yeah. Uh, a lot of these uh, shoddy mechanics. Uh, I spent a lot more money on my car than I should have. Is what I'm trying. I to thought say. you were trying to question my Benghazi math. All right, and we'll close it out with this one in classic infomercial fashion. But wait, there's more. When the troop drawdown started in Iraq, KBR accounted to, uh, for about half of contractor personnel. When bases closed and its personnel left those bases, KBR simply transferred them to other bases and continued to bill Uncle Sam for their support. Isn't this kind of like what the Catholic Church did? Just move the fucking pedophiles around? Exactly. Move them around. <laughs> yeah, right. Let them see yeah. fresh Show new... us on the cadaver where they shot Yeah, you. and to be fair, yeah. they weren't actually the ones doing the kid fucking. They were just guarding the local warlords that were. <laughs> that were doing the kid fucking, yeah. So in all, they're accused of billing for at least $193 million in unnecessary personnel and as much as 300 million uh, the main reason we haven't even thought about canceling their contract is like some banks during the recession we made kbr too big to fail so as former republican house member christopher shays complained so we're still going to fund them so in the end we're all fucked that basically is what it like is, right? like in dc batman creates his own villains <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I never thought, is that a thing? I never, yes. That makes a Batman, lot of sense. Batman is the reason most of those villains are villains. Huh. He's the reason because, because some, in the original stories of Batman, the guy who uh, killed his parents turned out to be the Joker, but before he became the Joker. But so that created Batman, and then he got the guy who didn't know it was him, but then pushed him into that, I mean, he jumped into that vat, which created the Joker, so it was a circular thing. Oh. Um, yes, I'm a nerd. I'm, a, I'm intelligent <laughs> and a nerd, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> I had never heard that theory, but that actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it. I got nobody questioned that, but we still got to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't to you. That was to the rest of the. That was to the listeners. Okay. That was to the listeners. Right here. Go fuck yourself, listeners. Go listen to Batman original Batman. Alright guys, we're going to go to our last segment of the Night and Decorous Laws. Every week or whenever we feel like, we highlight some of the otter laws in different states of the USA. All of these are real, or were real laws, at least at some point. Some of them have since been repealed, and others are sadly still on the books. 
for a while there we were doing this in alphabetical order but then i fucked up at one point and so i decided you know what let's just do the state from wherever the guest is from and that's tennessee in this case because tennessee that's you're in Memphis right now, right? That's Mo? where I am, born, raised, and get the fuck out of this city as much as I can. <laughs> there you go. So we're doing Tennessee. So a lot of these laws probably have been broken by Mo Alexander. Hey, 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 hey! Oh, come on, you know. Okay, maybe. Are these like, are we gonna have a lot of like barbecue-related laws? No, it's been barbecue-related laws. I have either broken them or made them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I've either he... made the laws or have broken laws about barbecue because uh, I'm gonna plug something right now. I have a I have my own thing, Carlos. Do you know about the Mo Alexander's Barbecue Beatdown? Do you know about that? No, dude. What is that? Dude, we've been filming some stuff. We had to stop because of COVID-19. But what it is is last summer, uh, me and Shandra got some friends told us to go eat some barbecue someplace we'd never been. And I don't want to name the place right now, but I'll do it on the podcast on my show. But there's a place that we went to have barbecue one time. And they said, let's let's try the barbecue. And first, I bit into a sandwich and I got a piece of bone while I was mad as hell about and then I was like, this is the worst barbecue I've ever had in my life. Oh, shit. And then I realized what it was. It was white people who've never tasted good barbecue telling me where to go to uh, barbecue. And yeah. so what I did, what we did was that night was go home, get inebriated, because we were both mad as shit. I paid $10, $10 for a barbecue sandwich that I wanted to slap the shit out of somebody. So yeah. I have this show called Mo Alexander's Barbecue Beatdown. And what it is, is we take some of the best barbecue, we take two different barbecue places every week uh every show take two different barbecue places and put them in a fight heads up against each other nice. to tell you uh-huh. which is the best barbecue between these two places because i don't want you coming to memphis bobby and complain to me that someone told you to go to corky's barbecue and because if you do i'm gonna have to kill those people because <laughs> yeah you gotta you don't go you don't come to memphis and have bad barbecue if you do that's your fault because you need to lose those friends who told you to go somewhere bad yeah i'm not going like to that. any barbecue places named after a life goes on character Thank you, sir. That's exactly how I feel about that. That's exactly. That's a how rule I feel that I have. That. Now, Mo, when you were running for mayor, were you running on some sort of barbecue platform? No, this is that's, no. I wasn't on. I was just. A, I was running on the platform of I wanted more Mexican food trucks in the city of Memphis. That, because, that's uh, I, dude. I would vote for that shit. Dude, you know when Trump said you are gonna have Mexican food trucks on every corner? I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> I want competition in the Mexican food game. I want to be able to walk down my block and get four different choices for tacos. Yeah. That's what I want. Not Taco Bell because that's bullshit. I mean good tacos, little little barbacoa tacos yes. with a little bit of, a little bit of uh, uh, cilantro. And onions on that. Oh, that's the shit right there. Yeah, my God nipples are damn. hard talking about it. Go ahead. <laughs> you're making, nah, dude. You're making me hungry. Actually, what happened? Did uh, did all did the whole Memphis in May thing get canceled because of this COVID? Year, everything's been canceled. Memphis in May got canceled. Uh, a lot of the barbecue beatdown stuff we were doing got canceled. Everything's been canceled. They shut yeah. everything they, they down. They shut down every alliterative event. <laughs> yes, everything, <laughs> everything. Everything that can sound fun, they shut it down. Most of the bars aren't even open right now in Memphis, which is pissing people off because you can go to Applebee's and get yourself something to eat, yeah. but you can't go to the high tone. Oh. And I haven't done a show in Memphis since I can't tell you when. I haven't done any shows. I've done nothing. Seriously, I've done nothing but Zoom shows. I have oh, done. Damn. This is the first show I have done. I swear to God, the only reason this is happening because I came in. I had to, uh, came in from someplace and had to set up my computer because you know Carlos is extra. And <laughs> this is the first. I'm not kidding when I say this is the first <laughs> show I have done in the in, since Zoom came to my existence that I am wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants normally. So you're, de- when I, 
I, I never told you to wear pants. I just walked in in the house and had to set the computer. If I had to do the camera thing with my phone thing, that's two minutes. But I had to test out this mic, had to find headphones. I had to do all that stuff. I couldn't pull my pants off because I didn't want to hurt myself when I brought in a table because I had to bring a table in here too. Uh, Shut up. This is your fault. I'm wearing pants. My neck's uncomfortable. I'm not happy. See, that's, that's what Carlos does. He has every guest unwittingly mine Bitcoin for him. That's what it, yeah. You know I what? Fucking... He's taking over my computer, so I actually believe that. He's, I don't know. I see you move I'm... your screen, and that's you. Oh, God damn. Fucking, fucking blowing my fucking spot here. I almost have. I, I'm some... a, I was up to 7 trillion rupees. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to stop my mining. All right, Bobby. Uh, you want to do this first, Law? Sure. So uh, you can't hold public office if you've ever been in a duel, challenge someone to a duel. Or aided and abetted in a duel. Whoever made this law lost a relative in a duel. Yeah, I think this is the real reason Mo can't be the mayor of Memphis. <laughs> I have been challenged many times. Yeah, dude, you don't do you don't do stand up comedy in Memphis for however many fucking years you have and not get challenged to a duel. Dude, there was one night at a Stanhope show. Some guy threatened to walk to some guy playing pool across in the next room over. And uh, came up to uh, Stanhope with a like, with a pool cue like he was, he was gonna hit him, and I just jumped in the middle like I will end you, sir. I will end you right now. <laughs> How did what he do? And, huh? What he do? He just he just huffed for a second and looked at Stanhope like he wanted to try me, and then looked at me and then turned around. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want this tonight. That's hilarious, man. What? What venue was that at? Uh, at the old High Tone. It's now called Growlers, but the old High Tone. Uh, the old High Tone, the old version of the High Tone was on Poplar Avenue, now called Growlers, was my original karate studio under Cat Kangaroo, the guy who taught Elvis. That was my original karate wow, studio when shit. I was a kid. So, so those I, fucking moves that he would do on stage, that's from there? That, those are real. Elvis was a legitimate black belt in both Pasaru Taekwondo and Kenpo Karate. He was a legitimate black belt. Oh, no shit. Okay. No shit. That was legit. That was 100% legit. Kind of like Maynard is. Maynard from Tool is actually like thinking of purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. They could no fuck shit. you up. They could literally fuck you up. Okay. That's that's why when like when people would question why he was dating a 15-year-old, he would threaten to fight them. A hunk of hunk of burning love. <laughs> oh. Karate kick, baby. Karate kick. Oh, smell my balls. <laughs> I put my cocaine in there. I remember Tom Rhodes always did that. Karate kick, baby. <laughs> I loved when he used to do that. Right? Oh, you were so stupid. Right, yeah. <laughs> Karate kick, baby. Okay, here's one for me. Uh, and this is true, and I think reverse Black Lives Matter. Uh, <laughs> you can't hunt, trap, or harm an albino deer. Also known as a white deer intentionally. You can't hunt a white deer, okay? Yeah. This is some all lives matter venison bullshit. That's what that <laughs> is. <laughs> They've been doing this shit in Tennessee for a while. But you can shoot the fuck out of a black tail, dude. You can shoot that motherfucker 17 times. <laughs> if you look at your white woman wrong, you can shoot him. You can. Yeah. He was reaching for his wallet. What was I going to do? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he, he was going for his book. <laughs> I didn't even know. I, I've never even heard of an, or seen a picture of an albino deer. I didn't even know that was. That's a thing. how rare they are. They wow. are the ultimate in white privilege. <laughs> yeah. No shit. They live in gated community. <laughs> they live in gated community. A flock of white deer are called Karens. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. 
Uh, here's another one. In Tennessee, you may not use someone else's Netflix account. <laughs> Stealing $500 or less of entertainment would be a misdemeanor punishable by up to a year in jail and a fine of $2,500. So I'm assuming that Netflix is incorporated in the state of Tennessee. Well, the thing, I, I read about this, and apparently it's some shit about how Nashville's the capital of Tennessee. Unfortunately. And a lot of the country music fucking shit is there, so they're very touchy about people. I think mostly they, whatever this law is, they incorporated it because they didn't want people stealing music, but it just happened if Netflix fell into like stealing entertainment. Yeah, it's it was probably one of those things where they were trying to protect music artists, and it just happened. Like you said, it just happened to also benefit Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. but I mean, how the fuck are you gonna ever catch anybody doing this shit? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody that has roommates is a is a felon. Pretty much. Yeah, it, it would be basically like any time you broke up with your girlfriend, your girlfriend can call the cops on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not because of the bruises. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bobby, that. not again. Not again. I can't even laugh I, at that. How dare you? <laughs> All right, Bobby, next one. No person who denies the being of God or a future state of rewards and punishments shall hold any office in the civil department of this state. Yeah, that's uh, that's just right. I mean, even if that wasn't <laughs> the case, if you go out there and you're the atheist candidate, you are not going to get elected in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that well, not just in Tennessee, but basically anywhere in the United States, if you just come yeah. out as an atheist, you're basically not going to be the president or whatever. You could be on, like, Seattle City Council, but that's about it. I really want to challenge this law. You should. Yeah. I you really should. want to challenge this law. And, it, dude, I looked, because I do verify these, because there's a million, like, bullshit laws on the internet that have no sources. Yeah. But this one is actually in the Constitution. It's not even, like, <laughs> just a law. It's in the Constitution of Tennessee. Hmm. This seems weird. So we mostly put this one here as a challenge to Mo Alexander. I would, I would <laughs> challenge this just to annoy people. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I bet you would. And this is our last one, Mo. You can do this last one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> it is illegal to issue a marriage license to anyone that appears to be drunk, insane, or an imbecile. <laughs> yeah. So Trump never would be able to get married here. <laughs> yeah. Or any member of QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually would be doing them a favor, really. Yeah, I know, but do you really want to do them favors? No, of no, course not. I want to see an all-out fight between QAnon and Flat Earthers. That, oh, I my mean, God. If they had this law in Nevada, like, <laughs> the entire Vegas wedding industry would, would not, go up Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Let me go back to QAnon real quick, because this is some shit that's pissing me off, because people keep... I keep... Okay, so, yes, I'm in Reddit. I'm on a bunch of stuff, because I like to find out who my enemies truly are. Yeah. Uh, and this QAnon thing is really pissing me off, because there's this QAnon prophecy i'm gonna call it that says trump is the reason the reason trump is such a dick is because he's trying to find pedophiles and weed them out i'm like look mm -hmm. the only thing trump is going to ever do to a bunch of pedophiles is try to get them to use his hotels that's it that's yeah, all he's gonna yeah, do exactly hey how, how you guys doing you know kids stay free hey yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. that's it that's all that's all it is i'm seeing these q9 people q9 uh, it's a conspiracy there's pedophiles shut up his best friend was a pedophile shut up <laughs> 
I, yeah. I also I feel bad for anybody named Quainon that's gotten any weird messages this year. There's a lot of black folks mad at him. Why do you people call me out? Quainon, Quainon, what's your name? What's the problem? These niggas keep saying I'm a pedophile. I don't know what they're talking about. I ever got my fleet done. <laughs> I you're not and you're not kidding about it, dude. Like I've had it. I have at least one flat earther that's a friend of mine on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And just recently, I posted something making fun of QAnon, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the most hilarious shit to me, seeing flat earthers fighting QAnon conspiracy <laughs> theory. Dude, it's I'm like, telling no, you right you're now. full of shit. No, you're full of shit. No, Q, I'm telling you, the ultimate game of Chinese checkers is QAnon, flat earthers, and anti-factions. I want to see a Thunderdome matchup with those three. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to sit naked, jerk off, and eat popcorn and watch the fun. Because those three can kill each other and no one would miss them. Yeah, that would be it would be fucking amazing. Like that should be the next reality show, man. Put all these fucking uh, you know, climate change deniers, QAnon people, flat earthers, put them all in a fucking house and <laughs> Oh my and god. That's the show right there. Shut up. We gotta mark yeah. we gotta do this. Yeah, no. That's the best show. <laughs> and you know where we can do it? We can go rent that old compound house of y'all's. <laughs> that's right but it's not just traditional violence it's like a bake-off or something <laughs> but there's no traditional violence a bake-off but they all are armed they are armed 24 <laughs> seven. you yeah. can't even shower without a gun that's what i want to see i want people yeah, so... showering with guns on them that's what i want to see put some anti-vaxxers in there all of it all of it in there i'm not a, i have never been an anti-vaxxer i have taken every vaccine i can but this is so funny to me where they're like, we need more people of color to try out this vaccine. Nigga, have you ever heard of Tuskegee? No, 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 no. I'm going to let a bunch of white people explode first. And then after you finally figured out the text on some Latino people, maybe, maybe. When I first heard of the whole anti-vax thing, I was like the only people that have any right to be skeptical about what they're being injected with in this country mm-hmm. are black people. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I could, I understand that, you know, and what it's funny because there are no black anti-vaxxers. That's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. dude, Royce the Five Nine, my my favorite rapper, is anti-vax. Is yeah. he really? He is, man. He's got. He uh, had a song where he mentions it a few times in uh, his latest album, uh, The Allegory. Man, that's the truth. The only people who should legally, the only people who should legally be anti-vaxxers in America are black people. All mm-hmm. we gotta say, yeah. why don't you believe in Tuskegee? That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't need syphilis. Yeah. I don't need that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I honestly, I mean, I, and I'm not, again, I'm not an anti-vaxxer either, but I'm also not fucking trying to rush this fucking COVID-19 no, vaccine. No, I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let y'all handle that uh, zombie virus first. Make sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. gets that right. Because see, if it's slow zombies, it's cool. If it's a fast moving zombies, uh-uh, we, no, we ain't playing that bullshit. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm moving, I've, I'm moving to Epstein's Island. I'm not, I'm not a child molester, but I must protect myself from fast moving <laughs> zombies. That's what I'm saying right now. All right, Mo. Dude, thanks so much for doing the podcast, bro. Hey, man, thank you for having me. I appreciate being on. It's been fun with you two, Riri's. And, uh... <laughs> Good Lord, man. We're what? trying to stay on the air, man. What? I didn't say Riri's. I meant uh, Rihanna's. I meant Rihanna's. Oh, oh, oh okay. Because we're sexy. Yeah, the, the umbrella, Ella, 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 Ella. That's all I was talking about. Oh. <laughs> what have you been up to? Do I mean, have you been like the rest of us? Have you been able to do very many shows? Or no, anything? I have not been doing many shows. I have been, uh, as I said, I have done 377 Zoom shows, never wearing <laughs> pants. Uh, oh, I have. Man, here we go. Who who made you wear pants? You. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, seriously, I haven't. The thing I'm doing right now is uh, I'm trying to we're trying to finish the barbecue beatdown. I'm waiting on the new album to come out. My first album on Stand Up Records that comes out this soon. Nice. Yeah. You, where'd you record that, Memphis? Oh yes, you don't know about this, do you? Yes, no. we recorded. I am the first stand up comedian to ever record at Sun Studio. Yes, sir, Sun oh, Studio. Oh, that's I dope. stood on the Elvis nice. pot. I stood on the Elvis X right next to where he where he would sing all the time. I saw nice. the ghost. Of, I saw the ghost of Ike Turner beat the shit out of somebody. It was. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was. You a, couldn't tell. You couldn't tell who, but it was probably a woman. It was probably a woman. If I had to bet, <laughs> I mean, you could just you could see the you could see the you could see the uh, the polyester pimp suit just come and slap somebody in the breeze. I was like, oh my god! I saw the ghost of Ike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming out soon on standard records right now i'm actually uh so this is okay don't this is something i've actually done because i am a horrible human being and i don't care if anybody knows it anybody who knows me but i mean i think i think from what we've heard from you so far no i haven't now. even talked about fisting midgets anyway oh good all right, all right. See, you should run on that that should be your campaign slogan Mo Alexander, a horrible human being yes I, <laughs> you know what i might so i gotta fight that law first Oh, yeah, yeah. make sure you bury all those duels you've been in before you get to it. <laughs> hint, hint. No, uh, the one thing I have been doing lately because doing when COVID hit, uh, I have a skill that a lot of people don't have a skill. So uh, all the schools shut down because they couldn't send school, kids to school. So what I started doing was rebuilding old computers and giving them kids who needed them. Oh, uh, wow, that's awesome, for real? Man. Yeah, that's, that's that's absolutely for real. And so, awesome. uh, the only reason I bring it up now is because someone told on me, and I've been do I've done two different news interviews about it, so it's getting a little weird. So this is your third newscast doing it? It's man? my third newscast. Yes, it's my <laughs> third. What's the biggest? <laughs> what's the news, Bobby? Uh, what the, excuse me, what's the weather, Bobby? Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm <laughs> so stupid. So yeah, over the past. Uh, Six or seven since March, while I started doing it, I think I've given about twenty laptops to people right now. That Dude, I, that's fucking. Dope, and I still man. got like fifteen here that I'm working on. Well, I have to, you know, I'm just doing it. My when somebody said, "Hey," and what happened was last week when I ended up on the news three times, people were like, "Hey, I got laptops for you," and people were like, "I got kids who need laptops. Can you help me?" I'm like, "Sure, no problem." And then I got one in my email. They're like, hey, I'm 19 and I, I got to take my GED. Bitch, you are an adult. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> you're 12-year-olds. Don't be coming to me. It says you married on your fucking Facebook. Go fuck yourself, sir. No, I ain't yeah. Like, yeah, get, get out of my face, Quainon. Get a Q9. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> go, go set up an OnlyFans or something. <laughs> go set up an OnlyFans. Uh, but so that's what I've been doing, man. I've been, uh, so, yeah, a couple weeks ago, a bunch of people helped me out and... Uh, because a lot of people gave me laptops, but for some reason, they didn't think I needed chargers, which I don't <laughs> So uh, I mentioned that on, I mentioned on Facebook and said, if you want to donate some like 5, 10, 20 bucks to me, help me get some laptop chargers. And I ended up getting enough to get like 30 chargers. So I got chargers out the ass right now. Uh, right. Well, if anybody wants to help me get some uh, SSD drives, because these are old laptops. I'm talking about 2007 old. But right. you put an SSD in them, you add a little bit of memory, it runs well. People don't understand. It might not run what you want to do. It might not be running 4K video encoding at 400 frames a second, right. but it will get you online, and you can yeah. you can learn some shit. So I'm going to put this out there. If you want to donate like 5 or 10 bucks, I'm not going to tell you not to, but you can hit me on my Venmo, which is mo-alexander, M-O-alexander. And uh, 
you know, just uh, help me out a little bit. I need, I, I right now I probably need 15 SSD drives in here, and they're about 45, 50 bucks each. I don't have that money right now. I'm not working. So, right. you know, if you guys want to do that to me, go ahead and help yeah, out. Dude. I appreciate it. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, it's one of those things where it's like, I hadn't even, you know, it's not something that I even considered very much about, but if you don't think about it too much, you're like, yeah, you know, everybody's got a, at least a laptop or a computer or some yeah, shit, right? Yeah, they don't. They don't. They, they don't. Really don't. They don't. A lot of people don't. And now it's basically, if you want a, your kid to get an education, you fucking need that shit. Yeah, you really yeah. do. And if you get a 2007 computer that's running Linux, does it work? Uh, does it have Zoom? Does it, does it, yes, all that will work. And kid can get online, get his schoolwork done. And see, people, a couple people are like, so you really like kids? No, I fucking hate kids. <laughs> I fucking hate children. Let's I make it very clear. <laughs> I don't like these bitches. You know why I'm doing this? Because I hate stupid people. And if yeah. I can prevent other stupid people from being made, I will do that. This is about, you know, yes, I'm helping people get an education because I hate stupid people. Dude, what was your shirt you were selling for a while? Oh, I got masks now that save the world, slap the stupid. I have yeah, a mask. But... I have a mask now that says that. That's yes. genius, That's dude. Awesome. You got to slap You got to slap the stupid I mask? I save the world, slap the stupid mask. I have the uh... face mask. You can go to moalexander.net to get that. moalexander.net. Just go there. You'll see it. You'll buy it. You'll be happy you did. Yeah. Awesome. Dude. What uh, and what is your social media and shit? Where people can social it? media? If you want to find me on social media, it's mostly M O Alexander. That's so. Uh, that's me on Twitter. That's me on Facebook. Actually, Facebook is Mo Alexander One because there's some 15 year old kid in Texas named Mo Alexander who beat me to it. Fuck uh, yeah. I hope yeah, he gets it, the is that why you hate children? Fuck children. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't fuck children. That's a pedophile joke. I mean to say. No, I don't. I, I'm not a kid. I'm just trying to. I joke about fucking hating kids. I don't. It's not like I hate them. I'm not trying to plan their murder or sell them off to Epstein. But what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> Mo hates children so much he refuses to fuck them. Oh my god. <laughs> he will not give them the pleasure. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hope no one edits that and makes that weird. Please don't. <laughs> make that weird. Yeah, the the attraction is there. They're just too annoying. Okay, that's you the... need to shut up, Bobby. Tell me about the weather. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, that's. That's the quote we're promoting this podcast with. Find me on social media. On Twitter, I'm Mo Alexander. On Instagram, it's M O Alexander. Uh, everything pretty much is M O Alexander. If it's not that, just yeah, it's it's that M O Alexander. Uh, my Venmo, my Venmo is Mo Dash Alexander. Go help me out. Give me some laptop. Give me some SSDs. Absolutely, dude. I, I my my last laptop that I got was SSD, and I'm like, I'm never going back. You can't go back once you have that speed. It's like I, my my computer booted in 30 seconds instead of 14 minutes. Dude, I I wanted to show it to everybody. You know, most people aren't nerds, so they're like, well, I don't know what the fuck. But I'm like, dude, can you see how fast I'm just turning this thing on? <laughs> Man, what kind of laptop is it? It's just, uh, I got an Acer. Uh, I'm so and, sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My condolences. All right, that's our time. <laughs> we just make fun of Carlos's laptop. The rest nah, dude, it's badass, though. <laughs> I, 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 but this is how good SSDs are. You can get a fucking Acer, and it yeah. still fucking yeah. looks like a fucking superstar. Seriously, but, but, seriously. Uh, seriously. So one of my little sad things, we're starting a business on the side, because I don't know when comedy's coming back. But right. uh, my, I, I'm seriously. This is not. This is not a joke. I'm putting it on your podcast. We haven't started yet full time, but you know, this is my sad project. My sad hustle is computers. So I'm doing stuff for kids for free, 
But if you guys need some actual computer work, you can go to my Mobility IT page. I'll, I'll give you the link, Carlos, and you can put it up yeah. right on. But it's Mobility IT and what we're actually doing computer repairs and upgrades. So, Bobby, send me your bullshit and I'll fix it. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. No, dude, we need fucking Bobby to upgrade his shit. He's like doing it off a tablet right now, right? Oh, what, what the fuck I'm, is it? I'm, like, I'm using my, my girlfriend's old computer. Because yeah, I've dude. been using my phone for everything for the last forever. Right, right. I mean, you know, but I do, what I, I do just want to point out that I like that uh, I did not get made fun of for my 10-year-old Mac Mini, but Carlos got made fun of for his Acer. Well, he's got, it's an Acer, dude. Come on. That's like... Oh, that's, that's, it was fucking $500. Acer, yes, there's a reason for that. An Acer is a Kia of computers. Do you understand what you bought? <laughs> you bought a Kia. I, it's still it's Not still the good working. expensive Kia. That Kia Solus. What is it a Kia Rio? <laughs> 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 All right. This, this podcast took a fucking turn. I was not expecting. I gotta give you some hell. Come on, Carlos. You know I love you. It's it's so weird. It's so weird that there's two comics in America named Carlos Valencia, and I'm friends with both of them. It's dude. So weird yeah, you're one. You're you're friends with the Texas. Well, actually, he's in them in Colorado. Colorado yes, right? yeah, that's right. We Wait, call, I thought there was a singer named. So there's another comic named Carlos. Oh yeah, there's a All comic right, called Carlos this. Valencia, but. I, I shamed him enough to now he goes by Los Valencia. He goes by Los. That's how we know him. He's yeah. Los. I know Los and I know Carlos. And it's so weird that I'm friends with him. That's Be- funny, dude. <laughs> I never. That's awesome. I, I, I'm friends with him on Facebook, but I've never actually met him. I want, you, I want to get you both in a room and take pictures because you guys are the antithesis of each other. It is, <laughs> it's I, like your photo negative. It's like you short dude. hair on top, little goatee. He has this big, <laughs> he has this big ZZ top beard and his bald. It's fucking weird, man. It's that weird to see awesome. you dress in a suit. He looks like a hippie from like a a, a, a bondage <laughs> festival. I'm like, Dude. what's going on here? I don't know what's happening. Dude, you want to hear a funny story, man? I did Grand Rapids, Grins up yes. in Grand Rapids, and I met this kid way before because on Wednesdays or Thursdays they used to have an open mic before the actual show show. Mm-hmm. So I met him doing, and his last name was Valencia. Mm-hmm. And the next time I came through, the guy was hosting the show. So it's the first time I'd ever been with another Valencia on the show. So he was the host. But here's what the funny part is. They had a board outside that lists all the comics, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) And they had the headliner. I was featuring. So they had the headliner feature MC's name on the thing. And they had his name, Valencia. And then they had Carlos Valencia. And they still misspelled my fucking name. (laughs) Even though the MC had the exact fucking last name I had, they still fucked up my last name. See, I thought you were going to say the poster said, like, headliner Carlos Valencia featuring Carlos Valencia. No, no, it was still, like, MC Paul Valencia spelled correctly, and then Carlos Valencia with fucking two E's or whatever. God damn it. I don't know. Anytime they don't fucking call me Carlos Mencia, man. <laughs> I know you hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't blame you. But, Mo, man, I love you to death, dude. I love you too, man. Thank you for having us on your show. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was so much fun, man. Thank you. <laughs> We'll be in touch. I hope to see you soon, my friend. Same here, man. Bobby, good meeting you, weird ass. Hey, like, <laughs> likewise. Shut man. up and tell everybody the weather. Stop talking. Yeah, Just yeah, tell yeah. everybody the weather. It's sunny and fucking rainy. I don't know. It's going to be sunny and rainy <laughs> next week. Yeah, and check out Mo's website, fuckthechildren.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bobby, you got any last words? 
I was going to say, please donate, send some money to Moe's Venmo, because uh, that, that is just a really nice thing to do. Yeah, dude. I think this is the first time that we've ever had somebody promote something that is actually going to benefit society. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, if you think about it, I mean, they make like teachers buy their own fucking Lysol wipes, probably. Yeah, dude. So, you know, they're definitely not providing computers for these kids yeah so, so if you got uh, any any bucks you can spare please send them mo's way or and buy his merch too he's a badass fucking touring comic but because of the covid he hasn't been able to tour i've known that motherfucker since i started doing stand-up comedy he's a fucking beast so, <laughs> so if you ha- hell oh hell yeah so if you <laughs> even if if you've never seen him live buy his album buy his merch he's got the fucking mask that said slap the stupid i don't know what else do you need fucking that's a great ass fucking mask right there and yeah contribute to his venmo senmo right what Sen- is it uh yeah <laughs> senmo mo venmo senmo venmo Sen- senmo mo venmo all right and if helping society is not your thing then buy my album because that's only benefiting me. You can get that at carlosvcomedy.com. And follow me on social media if you feel so inclined. Wait, I just wanted to make it sure we're clear. You're the original Carlos Valencia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The original Carl. Do not buy Los Valencia's <laughs> merchandise. We got to get him on the show. <laughs> I know. You know what? That would be fucking good. I'll fucking hit him up. He's actually, he's actually a good dude. He's been always cool. I mean, I've had bad luck with Carlos Valencia's in the past, so I'm a little skeptical. I, I, I hear you. I mean, I, we don't have enough time for me to talk about all the Bobby D's I've met in my fucking life. <laughs> all right, everybody, walk your cat. Walk your cat. Boondoggle.